Hello and welcome to the Kids Church Visual Show with Sheikh Mozart. I'm Sheikh Mozart and this is a show that wants to help you visually communicate the gospel to your kids. On this season of the show, I had the chance to ask kids ministry leaders just like you 10 different questions relating to each episode. On this episode, I'm going to be taking you on a guided tour of these conversations so that you can see how these kids ministry leaders are doing ministry and maybe pick up some tips and tricks that you can use in your own ministry environment. Here we go. First up, one of the questions that I asked was, what are the five types of kids' church visuals? Now, this was a bit of a setup because there was no way that they were going to answer that correctly. So here are some of the confused responses that I got. Oh, okay. Um, object lessons, video, uh, I, I don't even know. Um... <laughs> Wow, okay. Um, I'd say probably um, static visuals, ones that don't move, ones that just stay there. Um, video that plays, <laughs> that has motion and sound. <laughs> Goodness, the five types of visuals. You're right. I. Yep. I'm not one that's going to get that one right. <laughs> <laughs> five types of digital kids church visuals oh wow okay well obviously you have photos video um sound effects um it's those gonna be those last two right um what's ah! make you feel any better none of those have been correct so far okay wow (laughs) wow making me making me look good friend Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Your reaction is my favorite so far, I got to tell you. I was going to say myself, maybe. like <laughs> Is that one? No. Oh, goodness. Um, the five types? Yeah. Uh, animation? Five categories, man. Okay. Um, you've got... Um, uh, I've seen some stuff that's um, it's kind of like a CGI type of uh, format where they've got um, person acting out, acting out a character. Um, uh, That's about the only ones that I'm, I'm aware of. Yeah. Oh goodness. The five types of digital kids, church visuals. Okay. Um, so, oh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, you could have something on a TV during the service, like, during your lesson, like a video, that sort of thing. Um, you could um, give kids, like, an iPad or some sort of device. Like, I've done that before to supplement my lesson where they go on, like, the the U uh, version uh, children's thing, and they do the story on their little iPad or Android device. Um, goodness. Okay. Another way. Um, obviously you could sense it during the week. They could watch something on YouTube, um, any sort of social media, 
um, that sort of thing during the week. You can connect with them that way. How many is that? That's three. Okay. Ugh. Um, do I have to come up with five? Goodness. Okay. What else could you do? Um, let's see. I mean, obviously just anything during the week, you can communicate with them somehow. So I'm thinking of something more than just social media and I'm drawing a blank. What are the right answers? Are you going to tell me the right answers? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think like Shake. So what would Shake mm. say? What would Shake say? <laughs> we could make bracelets. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Yes, we can. WWSS. WWSS. Right. Yeah. I love it. So there's like slides, videos. There can be illustrations. Man, that's three. I'm proud of myself for three. Mm. Like posters. I'm digging deep in brains. Even though these weren't exactly the answers I was looking for, they were still pretty creative. Now, there was one hero that got them all correct, and that was none other than the host of the Collide Kidman podcast, Kristen Clark. Here was what she had to say. What are the five types or categories of digital kids church visuals? The five types. Um, yeah. I would say worship lyrics. Okay. That's um, one. Bumper videos or oh. transition videos. Okay, that's two. <laughs> um, game resources like countdowns or visuals you have to use as games, like videos okay, and that's things like that. That's three and four. One more. Oh, wow. Um, and then I would say something with something that has to do with the message. So biblical uh, pictures or things about your stuff. Yeah, did I get it right? The most interesting batch of responses that I got in these interviews was about all the unique and specific ways different leaders utilize countdowns in kids' church. Here are some of the responses that I got. We use the countdown... Like, okay, we know a lot of kids aren't bringing a physical copy of a Bible, okay? But we have the countdown. Once the countdown starts, as long as you get to your seat and you have a Bible from our rack under your seat by the time the countdown counts, we'll count it for offering time, when we do offering time. And then it's a, we give a, the kids get down to a minute, and it's called the minute rush, and they rush around, they have to straighten everything up they've been playing with, and they have to they all have to be in their seat before the last second counts down. I mean, typically a lot of times people use them to just get everyone back to center because you know, before you start, people are hanging out, talking, playing games or whatever, and a countdown can signal the kids like, oh, okay, we're about to transition into something. Uh, but countdowns can also be a way of like team building and uh, bringing excitement. Like I know with our kids, the countdown has like a game associated with it and they look forward to it. And sometimes there's like teams or whatever, but um, yeah, so there's team building, there's getting everyone focused and ready for worship. You can even have the countdown correlate with the lesson you're going to teach. So it could be like a teaser. Um, so there's so many ways you could use countdowns if you're really intentional about it, not just being like a, okay, two minutes to go, but you could do something with it to be meaningful.
Kids ministry. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, you have obviously, right, the big obvious one, Countdown Into Service. Uh, one of the things that we do is we use a countdown to bring everybody back from a break. So right, right, in, right before we get to our main spiritual content, we'll take a bathroom and a water break and like a play break. And so about two minutes into that, we'll throw up a countdown um, that's from Download Youth Ministry. It's like a dancing monster. That's five minutes. And so then we have five minutes where the kids dance in front so they can get their way back to the seat. So kind of as like a breakup. A um, couple other things, right? You do like game countdowns. Those are really easy or like minute to win it style countdowns. Um, find a verse countdown. Um, I mean, I've used it a million different ways, um, but those are just a few that come off the top of my head. Yeah. Tell me about the find a verse countdown. So find a verse in under 10 seconds, right? Like, so you really get to know your Bible, right? Or like if it's a harder verse, you know, or like I'd say like find a word in this book of the Bible, you know, just to get them fluid with moving through the actual Bible. It's like a new take on a sword drill. Uh, we do countdowns for like service starting or mm -hmm. transitions, countdowns during game times, mm -hmm. um, games with countdowns. So it's like the countdown itself might be a game. Or, okay. you know, you do a so game. So you're time. saying that the game is built into the countdown? Yep, built into the countdown. Or, mm -hmm. you know, you have somebody shouting out, trying to get the kids in different groups for a period of time, get all their wiggles out before they have to sit down. Um, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, the given is the beginning of service countdown, uh, using it to amp up and hype up the beginning of service. Countdowns for game structure keeping a game uh, limited and adding the, the intensity of closing out a game. Um, and uh, I, well, we use it for small groups. So if we're doing small groups in our large group for setting, we'll use a countdown in the background. So everybody's aware of when uh, things are transitioning. Um, I think those would be the ones that come straight to mind. If you have a really crazy day, like, man, we're getting close to Thanksgiving or Christmas, we're going to count down till we turn around. Like I'm having, everybody's having a hard time just fiddling. So instead of teaching from the front, I'm going to turn around and teach from the back. So we're going to count down until we, everybody turns around and I'm going to go to the back. We're going to count down in five, four, three, two, everybody turn around and I'm going to go to the back. You can use countdowns all kind. We're going to count down until we go to the bathroom. Kids like to count down. So you can use countdowns countless ways. Um, and if you throw that up there, all of a sudden everybody's eyes are up there and it gives you just a second to breathe and recenter. So it's a great way for you not to just fuss if you're having a moment because sometimes you just need that. You need that five seconds. So countdowns are just as much for you as they are for them. Um, I always like, um, especially especially in a room where I have kids who get a little anxious about what's going to happen, stuff like that, always like silent countdowns, even if it's not even a time timer, like three, two, one, even if it's just maybe on your worship videos, you have a little rod at the or bar at the bottom and it's just coming across the screen so that kids can have a visual of when something's going to end or something's going to change. Like that for me is a great way to help kids who are a little more anxious to um, kind of see and know what's going on. I don't know how unique you can get with counting down. You know, I have all the kids jump up and they count down. Um, we've done 
countdowns into worship music, so we do some stretches, so, you know, we don't, you know, um, we don't stretch a hammy during our worship songs. <laughs> That's important. Uh, yeah, I don't really know how creative you can get with that, but th those are the ways that we use it. Um, most, I honestly, my biggest countdown uses the kids clean up the room before with yeah. their station toys. Um, so my kids come in and they have stations all around the room. And so then they know when the timer hits one minute, okay, it's time to get ready to go to my seat because we're about to start. So yeah, that's kind of cool. how we use it. There were also some really fun responses when I asked which screen games they liked the most. Worship House Kids has videos that you can like say, okay, you have to guess what snow cone is going to blow up or what firecracker is going to go off first. Things like that that kind of like involve interaction other than just a countdown. Um, well, and when I mentioned a couple seconds ago, like there's a kids on the move video that I have and it's called Steve the screen. And it literally is like this, a video looks like this TV is talking to the kids that involves them talking back, um, making like um, guesses of what is, which is better. What's your favorite ice cream? What's your favorite superhero? Has a lot of screaming in it. One of my favorite, like I said, one of my favorite screen games has got to be like Marble Races. Like, um, you you have never seen a bunch of kids get like on their feet or even or even like jump up and down if for like a video, just a video playing of like marbles racing because it's like, hey, what marble do you want to win? And they're all like. Woo! And it's like, it's like betting, it's like betting in kids' church, it's like a horse race, but. <laughs> uh, definitely the group style ones, like, you know, um, the ones where they're having to, they're having to, to fight with the, with the screen, right? So whether that's a strike a pose and, you know, if you, if you match the screen, you have to sit down or something, something of that nature that gets them up and having to having to move, but they're having to fight against what uh, the computer on the screen. Um, there's the, the version of like a this or that, you know, pick one that you like more and move to the side of the room or raise your hand. Um, we do some trivia to review lessons. Those are fun. I think the ones that we try to push the most are ones where kids are interacting with the screen. Um, so we've had some where we put up a giant target and have the kids shoot Nerf guns at the screen. And if they hit it, we'll hit advance on the screen and the target crumbles. Um, we have some where it's a this or that where they'll pick an answer, but based on their answer, the screen reacts differently because we build everything in either keynote or pro, which gives the teacher some flexibility. So having an engaging game, that's more than just, oh, I'm just going to do this. It's if I do something, the screen's going to actually respond to the input. Um, we like to use those a lot. We don't have a lot of them. We're developing them now. Um, but building that connection point is is really fun for us and really fun for the kids in the class. I use a lot of, um, oh, what is it? DYM, I think, Download Youth Ministry um, games. I also use a lot of the games from Grow. Um, I don't use their curriculum, but I use the games. <laughs> and so you it's uh, things that a big group can actually do together compared to calling up individual kids. Just it's harder to do that with kids compared to youth ministry. Oh, typically um, I I have used some games for the older kids out of the um, download youth ministry. Um, 
And so I've used some of those and those are really fun. I've used some of those for adults too. They're, they, they're really fun. Um, and, but for the younger kids, screen games that I use, um, a lot of times um, we use uh, the Gospel Project curriculum right now. And so a lot of times like they'll have in the curriculum, like ask kids these questions and, um, and it leads to, you know, the point of whatever we're trying to make. So like, for example, like um, something unbelievable, we're talking about something that you might not believe. Yeah, I think it was even this week, we're talking about like, people didn't believe that Jesus really rose from the dead, you know, and, and Thomas was doubting, you know, and so this week, we have these statements, like, um, you might not believe that, you know, what, what is one of them, like, uh, a zebra is really black with is it is it a zebra or tiger (laughs) a zebra is really black with white stripes or something like that but that's actually true and so for instead of just saying that you know because that's what's in the lesson is just you say it i make a slide i use google slides and i make a slide and i'll have an image to go with it and so it's not really a game where it's like super interactive other than the teacher is running it and that sort of thing or i'll put up like two pictures like which one do you think is true you know Kids ministry leaders are in a constant search of new songs to use in kids' church services. I asked what the best kids' church song of all time was, and here are some of the responses that I got. Yeah, um, I think right now, um, at least for us personally, I really feel like it's been Pharaoh Pharaoh. Um, really? To be honest, the kids have absolutely loved it. The greatest one of all time... Our kids love Wave Walker. I mean, we've we've done that one for a while, and um, I mean, it, we we break that out just about every time we do we do a, um, uh, a special event or anything like that. We have we have a girl in our network that like does her own dance moves to our songs, and we sing them all at camp, and the kids adore them. So there's a song called "New Levels" by Planet Boom, which is like my kids' absolute favorite song of all time. Um, and they beg to do that song. So that's probably going to be the song that I go with. One Way by Hillsong is that song that I've, I've used it now for like all 15 years of my ministry. And it consistently gets the kids engaging so quickly. Like, I'm, I'm surprised by how well it's weathered and stand the test of time. But kids are still excited to use it. I've used it in different different sizes of churches in different countries in New Zealand and in America and a few other places. And it's one that they all connect with. So for me, it's probably that one. Oh, you got to go big, big house. You know, that's just okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's iconic. Can you do, can you do a few lines from big, big house? Oh, you know, it's a big, big house with lots and lots of room. Oh, my favorite was the part where it's like, uh, I don't remember. It's like with room to play football and then all the kids yeah. go, touchdown. Oh, man. Um, the greatest kids song of all time. That that one hit you. Yeah, it did. Because the ones that are going to come to mind for me are from when I was a kid. And I remember stuff like, um, what's that? Uh, something about like move. Like, okay, so I don't know why. The first one that came to mind for me was Every Move I Make. I know that's not yeah. the best in the world. By far, it's not the best. But I, I just remember, like, that was a jam when I was a kid. Um, I mean, that's that's got to be up there. Yeah, it was iconic. Everyone knew it. Everyone had their own emotions to it. Um, but then you got way back kids' church, like, Jesus loves me, Father Abraham, mm-hmm. my God is so big. Um, those are kind of, like, timeless. But, um, 
As far as modern ones, I don't know. There's so many new ones that come out like every day. It seems like it's hard to pick right. a good one. Oh, um, I say one that within the last three to five years, I stopped using that we used for well at a decade was one by Planet Shakers called Party. Um, it, it was phenomenal and it just had a way of getting even the, even the kid with their arms crossed sitting on their chair, you know, would, could not just could not contain themselves, um, to get up and to engage in that song. It's, it is one of the greats. For us right now, probably the greatest of all time in Spanish, if, if it's a worship song, it's called Fiesta. And it's kind of like the cha-cha and it is super popular and probably the greatest of all time. Every kid knows it and they love it. Um, is, that, is that available anywhere? Yeah, it's by Generacion 12 or 12, Generation okay. 12. Oh, um, that, that's a church based out of Bogota. Yeah, yeah. And so they sing a song called Fiesta and it is super catchy. It's about worshiping God. It's a great intro. It's a great... Um, have fun song and it's pretty popular here. Oh my gosh, we just did it. Uh, it's it's not a kids one, but they I they love it. Um, you pick me up, you turn me around, you set my feet on solid ground. I thank the master, I thank the savior, I thank God. Maybe that's literally the name of it. Is I thank God. That whole like cultural dance that's moved around that between kids and youth and that like they love it. It doesn't matter where I go, it doesn't matter what we're doing. They love the song. That and the church clap. Anybody loves a church clap. You know, I would. I was gonna say the great. I could give an answer for the cr best Christmas song ever. Yeah. So the best Christmas song ever is by Slugs and Bugs. It's called the Camel Song. The Camel Song. I Have you ever heard down. it? No. Everyone loves the Camel Song, and if you don't, there's something wrong with you. And the song says that, and that's why I love that. Song. <laughs> it's like a. It's like a joke. Like we would play it and be like, you guys are going to love this song. And like everyone that knew it would cheer and get so yeah. excited, like so hyped. So oh, I, awesome. I'd say that's the best Christmas song ever. Our kids are in the church clap mode right now. But uh, I have one I do. I do it twice a year and it's uh, making melodies in my heart. I it's for all the new kids that kind of come in and all the kids that are kind of shy and don't know exactly what to do. By the time that song's over, you kind of pretty much broke your shell and kind of got out and want to participate. Ooh, the greatest. There are so many good ones. Uh, Yancey's playlist is fabulous. So, um, ooh, the greatest playlist, the greatest song. I don't just one? Come on. I would say the greatest pray, praise, like fast hype. Pray, I'll go with fast hype first. The greatest high energy, fast hype worship song that I have used has got to be Praise Him by Cool Kids Worship. Where it goes like, praise the Lord, praise, praise the Lord. That's because um, like all it is is it's you don't you don't have any it's easy cause to teach somebody the motions to that because there's no motions it's just jumping up and down and saying praise the Lord. Um, I would say the best worship song to use is got to be Yancey's Holy Forever. Like I've used it doesn't matter how many times you use it 
that song is, uh, that is, uh, there's no words to it. Like that song ushers in the presence of God like nobody's business. Of course, all of those are incorrect because the correct answer is. I hope you got to enjoy getting to hear from these kids ministry leaders. I'd love to hear from you as well. And as we get ready for our season, if you have something that you want to share or have any ideas for our show, send me a, a message on Instagram at Shake Mozart. And please visit us at churchvisuals.com to see all the ways that we can help you visually communicate the gospel to your kids. Thank you for joining us on this season of the Kids Church Visual Show with Shake Mozart. I'm Shake Mozart, and I want you to know that your Kids Church Visuals matter. This has been a podcast presentation of Church Visuals, executive produced by Carl Barnhill, hosted and edited by Shake Mozart, professional Rubik's Cube provided by Jacob Barnhill, title and show graphics by Jason Merritt. For more training to help you visually communicate the gospel in your children's ministry, visit churchvisuals.com.